Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Jeff Plate, Grand Siberian Orchestra, in the middle of the tour right now, and how's it going so far? It's going fantastic. Uh, the crowds have been great. Rooms have been full. Everybody's been very active, very, very happy to see us. Um, the new show this year has really been well-received. I, I think we've really come up with one of the better shows that we've ever done. But here we are. We've got less than three weeks left, and, you know, we get to the point in this tour right now where things just really pick up and it, it blows right by. But, but, man, it's so good to be back out here touring and, and seeing everybody, and everything is just going great. I know you're coming to the Giants Center right here locally on the 21st, and so we're excited about that, a 3 o'clock performance, I think a 7.30 performance. And my wife and I are actually going to be in the audience at the 7.30 one, so uh, I'm looking forward to maybe catching you guys somehow. But uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, what, what makes this show so uh, unique? Uh, you know, you always seem to add a little quirk here every year, and, and people like the old standards that you play, but, you know, you're always looking for something new. What's, what's new in this one? Uh, we've actually got some new pieces of music that we are performing this year, some stuff that, that has not even been recorded that we are presenting for the first time. Uh, the, the opening of the show is a little bit different than usual, so that's, that's a cool little twist. And here again, our production team, our management team, they do an amazing job every year to come up with a new show. And regardless of you know how many times we've done a particular story or played certain songs, these guys come up with something that's different every year, and this year they came up with something that just looks. I mean, it's TSO. Don't get me wrong. If you've seen sure. TSO, you know you know what we're gonna what we're gonna bring to the to the to the arena. But but this year the show is brilliant, and I can't wait for you to see it. I think it's gonna blow you away. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve, the best of TSO and more, uh, says a completely updated presentation of the unforgettable multi-generational holiday tradition, the Ghosts of Christmas Eve. You know, the one thing, and we were talking about this this morning uh, with some friends last night. Someone said, what is it about TSO? Because I said you were going to be on today. And I said, it, you know, in a day and age, we look around and we see all this division. All of a sudden, you look out in the audience and you see all the white hair, no hair, gray hair, you know, white, long hair. And they all seem to come together in one place and enjoy something together. I didn't think I'd ever see that happen. You guys have managed to somehow do that over the years since 1999, right? Absolutely, and, and it's been that way since the very first show. I, I remember walking on the stage in, in Philadelphia, 1999, December 10th, and looking in the audience and going, you know, we weren't really sure what was going to happen. <laughs> there was there was kids, there was families, <laughs> there was grandparents, there was metalheads, there was everything in between. And that makes up our audience for every show. And, and this year, you know, hey, you know, I still see some people out there with masks. I see yeah. people from all walks of life out there. And it, it really is great. But this is a testament to Paul O'Neill and the story, the lyrics that he has written over the years. It's just connected with people and brought them into the same place. Now, I know you've got two different groups traveling, but 100-plus concert in 60 cities in just 45 days. I mean, it's aggressive right now, but uh, you don't really get a chance to get a break. But, you know, in talking to you before, you don't need a break. I mean, you seem to like, get juiced on this every night, right? Man, we love it. I, I tell you, we've got, we've got 22, show, 22 shows left in the tour. 
only two of those days are single show days. And we have been so conditioned to doing the double shows that now when we have a single show day, we're kind of like, in the afternoon, we're thinking, geez, I wish we were playing a show. So it really wow. is quite the schedule. You know, we, we do this like, like nobody else out there. And, hey, you know, it works. And, I mean, we've talked about this before. When, when you can right. go into a major arena and sell it out twice a day, you can get up for that no matter how, how you feel during any point of the tour. So it's awesome, and, and there seems to be no end in sight. The, the fan base keeps growing every year. When I do basketball games there in the state championships every year, i got to tell you, you sit down there and, and you look around. Now imagine filling the whole floor as well. And when that place is packed, I mean, it's rocking up at the Giant Center. Now, you're going to include a lot of the fan favorites. Uh, Christmas Eve, Sarajevo, 1224, one of the great songs of all time. Oh, Come All Ye Faithful, uh, Good King Joy, you've got Christmas Cannon, Music Box Blues, Promises to Keep, The Christmas Day, among others. So people can look forward to some of the the songs that have become, you know, just standards here for Trans-Siberian Orchestra, right? Yeah, Wizards of Winter is another staple of our show. That was right. That was another song that really, really put us on the map. I I think it was like 2003, 2004, and that is when things really took off for TSL when we had the uh, the Lost Christmas Eve album out. Wizards of Winter hit the airwaves. We we got lucky. We were on a couple commercials. And but that's also one of the favorites of the show. And uh, hey, Christmas Eve, Sarajevo, twelve twenty-four. That's still the song. You know, every mm. time you perform that song, the place lights up, and and it's awesome. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You know, the the amazing thing at the end of that is that I always often listen to that, and I think it's a, there's a desperateness to the end of that song. You know, when you when you hear it, that I really like, and it's it's I, probably a poor choice of words, uh, Jeff, but it just is such a great piece, and and. You know, you can't wait to hear it. Now, as you have in the past, you're donating at least $1 from every ticket sold to charity. And to date, and this is amazing, and congratulations to you guys, you've distributed more than $18 million to worthy charities throughout North America. Way to go, man. It keeps on going, right? Yeah, thank you very much. Another another thing that Paul instituted back when we started performing in 1999. And as you mentioned, $18 million, I think it's going to be more than that by the end of this tour. But the... Uh, the fact is that we're, we're helping some people. We're helping a lot of organizations out that really need some help. And hey, it's the right time of year to do that. It's a great way for the audience to be involved in helping out their own community. And hey, it's, we're something we're, we're very proud of this. I mean, when you look at that figure, it kind of creeps up on you and it builds over the years. But that really is pretty substantial. And we're, we're just all very happy about it. Some of the numbers that jump out at me, you perform live, that number 18 million jumps up again. 18 million fans since your first tour in 1999. According to Newsweek magazine, Christmas Eve, Sarajevo, 1224 is the seventh most downloaded Christmas song ever. Uh, the TSO has sold more than 12 million CDs to date. And here's one. And I think I, I, I might have asked you this before. It might have been one of the other members. Uh, you performed on the thir- uh, t- uh, 1231-13. You performed in front of 2 million people at midnight in Berlin at the Brandenburg Gate. I mean, what went through your mind when you looked out and saw 2 million people at a concert? It blew my mind. It's just unbelievable. You know, it's a ringing in the New Year's. Or I think it's called the biggest New Year's Eve celebration on the planet or something like that. But, but yeah, I remember sitting on stage in the, uh, the plaza, so to speak, that we played on, right in front of the Brandenburg Gates. I mean, you can see straight for a mile, at least. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing but people. I've never been in a situation like that before. Probably never will uh, ever again. But this was something else that, you know, Paul O'Neill 
back in the day when we started with TSO and this thing really started catching, he was talking about doing things like this. You know, we'd all kind of scratch our head and think, oh, yeah, Paul's, Paul's kind of dreaming here. Next yeah. thing you know, I'm on stage in front of two million people. And it's like, you know, the man had a way of making things happen. And that was one of those moments that, you know, like I said, that will never repeat. Uh, very surreal. Very surreal. <laughs> it's like, oh my I, gosh. I honestly get more nervous playing in a small club in front of 12 people. But that was one of those moments where you're going, oh, my God, this is just bigger than life right now. And, but it was awesome. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Well, Jeff, we're looking forward to seeing you here in the Hershey area, the York area, uh, Lancaster, Harrisburg. Uh, people can go to www.trans-siberian.com, find out more information on that, uh, see if you can get in. But, uh, man, I'm getting psyched just thinking about the concert. I've never been there. My wife has. Uh, and if people have never seen the pyrotechnics and all that kind of stuff, they are in for a super treat right here in Hershey. And always good talking to you, my friend. I look forward to catching up with you maybe that night and maybe saying hi, okay? Very good, Gary. Take care and happy holidays. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's always football season, wherever you listen.